Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay guys, welcome back to another video. In this video, I'm gonna give you my 10 raw tips for entrepreneurship, starting your own business, becoming successful in business, that sort of thing, okay? Um, so the reason I said raw is because it's very easy to just be like, what you should do in business is, you know, and everything that you see online. But I'm gonna give you the kind of like ins and outs that I had to deal with, like the real difficult shit, and I'm gonna dig deep and, you know, it'd be very easy for me to say, oh, get your branding right and all this like basic shit, you know, the four P's of marketing and all that bollocks. I'm going to give you the rawness, the stuff that most people don't really talk about. So I think the best way on this is to get straight into it and just start straight away talking about talking about the first point. So number one is align yourself with money. It sounds very obvious, but I've often said to you guys on this channel, the example I always used is a cupcake business. People say, oh, I'm going to be wildly successful. I'm going to create a cupcake business. And it's like, do you know how many cupcakes you're going to have to sell to even make like a half decent amount of money every single year? Like that's, you're, put, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage before you even begin. You know, people who are like, I'm going to open a pub. It's like, it's just tough. Like if, if you said to me, I'm going to open a rooftop bar in the center of London, I'd be like, yeah, you, you, you're going to make a lot of money off that. But I'm going to open a country pub. It's like, you're probably going to see 50, 60, 70,000 per year that you're going to be able to put in your back pocket, which is fine if that's all you want. But don't expect to be, oh, I'll be a millionaire next year. Yeah, you can open like a Weatherspoons or whatever. You can like create your own chain, but you probably need like 250 of them across the country to start making serious change. So the first thing is align yourself with money. All right, guys. So you've got to find an industry that makes a shit ton of cash. Like, for example, I'm in supplements, I'm in clothing, I'm in, like, hygiene, men's grooming. I've gone into streaming. Like, all of these industries are valued at, like, hundreds of millions, if not billions. So just align yourself in the first the first decision that you make. Does my industry make a shit ton of money? Yes, good. Okay, I can continue. Because if you're trying to take a small slice of a small pie, you're, not, you're just not going to eat, are you guys? 
So number two, get the figures right before making any decisions. I feel a lot like a lot of people just jump in. They, they're very creative. They've got a lot of ideas, but they don't crunch the numbers. Like, and if you're not good at it, get somebody to do it. Get somebody to do it. Before I release my supplements, my boxes, my body wash, before I even paid for them to be manufactured in the early days, I'd crunch the numbers. I added up how much how much they're going to cost in every single sense of it. You know, how, how much can we make of this? How much can we price them at? I was, um, I was thinking about scaling them too, like scaling it to when, when you order like 20,000 units in the future. Okay, how much can we make off that? Let's start the price here and we can go down to here long term and still make X amount of money. You've got to do all that, okay? You've got to crunch your numbers and don't lie. A lot of people do this. They're like, well, I think I can make. It's like, no, actually dig in properly. Oh, well, that's a pound, but I haven't really included that. It's like, include everything. How much is it going to cost you? Go down to the lowest possible figure. Because once you've got the lowest possible figure, worst case scenario figure, that's what I always do. And that's still like wildly profitable. Then you go, okay, we've got a fucking business on our hands here. And that can be improved when we do bulk orders. Or this service can be improved as we get client reviews and we can start charging more for it. So that's what you've got to do, just worst case scenario. People people do this thing when it comes to financials where they go, well, if I've got 5,000 of these and I sell them for 30 pounds and then I do that, that's 150,000 per year. Do you know what I mean? They start adding up all these stupid figures. They're like, we're going to be rich by next month. And it's like, you've got to calculate everything. You've got to go into the cost of this and this and this and like oh, reinvestment in stock. Like I could make 60K in a, in a month and see like 50,000 go back in on products and whatever to re-energize like energize the business. But did you account for that? Because if you didn't, you might get caught short one month. Like people don't really add this shit up. Like with your numbers, worst case scenario in everything. Think about every single thing. Paper for the photocopier. It goes down to that level. Staples, everything. Like don't fuck around, okay guys? The next one is scale before you need to. A great example of that is my streaming platform. We'll, we are building a, a uh, MVP version, the minimum viable products. Um, but what we've put in place is a lot of things in the background, especially with the code, where we can quickly adapt it if need be. So it's going to come to market very quickly. But given like a year or two, six months, whatever it might be, we can add features that we've been planning far, far ahead. I was doing it with the business in the early days. I, I knew what was coming. And even when I had a blog, I was like, this is one day going to be a massive streaming platform. We're going to be filming movies and everything. I knew that was coming and I was preparing for that. That's why I never called the business Chris Sturmey. I called it First Man. I wanted to brand it. I knew it was coming. I knew we could do like GQ Man of the Year and stuff like that. I knew we could steal all of that. We can do our own like fashion shows and everything. I was preparing for that about nine years early. So... Scale before you need to, guys. Like build the business in a way that you can grow into it. It's always better to do that. It's like buying school clothes for kids. You buy, we always buy them one size up because you're like, hey, throughout the year, you're going to grow into it. And then I don't have to buy you it twice. That's basically what I did. The next one is create the service slash product for you. I've done that. I take my own supplements. They're over there. I've got the lifestyle supplement and the diuretic. Um, I'm working on a drink at the moment and I'm taking all the products beforehand. There's like everything I do, I wear in the boxes that are coming out soon. I already use a 99% natural body wash. The only problem is it's in a plastic bottle. Um, it's a 300 mil, mine's a 300 mil. Like I use a lot of this stuff beforehand on me to see how, you know, how it can work. 
and then I improve upon it. I make my own version because I'm like, well, I would use it. I would use that service. I would use that product. I would use it for me. Because at the end of the day, guys, if you're like, well, it isn't for me. I personally wouldn't use it, but people are going to buy it. Somebody would. It's like, that's not a business, man. You can't do that. You can invest in a company and take it over, something you don't use. You could not have a dog and invest in a dog care company and make millions. You really could. But you can't be like the entrepreneur. You can't be the guy at like the helm of the company making top level decisions if you don't fucking use it yourself. I order my own supplement like you guys do. I order all my own products because I like to see what's going on. And the last time I ordered, it took like two weeks. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, oh, we've had a problem with this and this and the Ukraine war and this has happened. And it was a bank holiday. So loads of people have the day off. And I was like, okay, but I knew that. So when people sent emails, why is my products not arrived? I was like, same happened to me. This is why. Oh, thanks for letting me know. See, I use my own product. I use my own service. I built it for me. And I always say, but like, this isn't ideal, but worst case scenario, if nobody ever wants what you've created, at least you can use it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it wouldn't be ideal because you've just spent like fucking 20 grand on a product, but at least you can use it for the rest of your life. So it's like, I mean, that's not a great piece of advice, but I'm just saying that's like worst case scenario. But if you use it and you like it and you've built for you, people aren't that different. Somebody is going to go, hey, I like that idea too. So that would be my advice on that. Next one is quite weird. This is very raw. Think more than you do. I see this a lot, people busy, busy working, doing loads of things at once. I sit down and I write. I just sit down with a notepad and a pen most nights and I sit out on the balcony, light the fire pit up and I just write notes. I just plan stuff out because most of my best ideas have come from that. And what you get from doing is you get, you know, like Doctor Strange in um, Infinity War. He was like, I looked into like 550,000 possibilities. I don't know how many it was, like 5 million and one and whatever. This is... This is what you get when you get thinking, okay? Because when you're doing, it's only one timeline. It's only one, you know, it happens once it's happened. When you think, you think of every scenario. You go through it. You go, hmm, what would happen if that happened? What if we did this? How would this work? Let me research this. So the more you think, the more you end up doing, but in your head, it's not real, but you've been, you've almost visualized every scenario. So when something does happen, you're prepared. You're completely ready for it. That's a game changer, guys. That is a massive difference maker, okay? So um, a girl asked me recently, she was like, how'd you become successful? I was like, start thinking more than you do. I was like, instead of like chasing money and whatever and thinking like doing this stuff all the time and trying to be active and whatever, I was like, just sit down with a notepad and a, a notepad, notepad and a pen or friends and just talk, just discuss it. You come up with so many good ideas when you just sit and discuss, okay, guys? The next one is do everything yourself until it's impossible. A lot of people... I might as well put this phone down to be honest. A lot of people don't understand that one. A lot of people will like start their company and first thing they do is I'm tired, I need to hire somebody. And I got this one from Felix Dennis, a guy who's worth about 600 million, owns like Maxim Magazine, super successful guy. And he always said, do as much as you can until you need, until you need to hire somebody. And I practiced the same thing where I had a lot of money and I was like, no, I can still do it myself. Yeah, and it eventually it tired me out and I needed to hire people, which I'm doing now. But the longer you do everything yourself for, the more money you get to save. And in the early days, that money is so crucial. Because I probably put, I probably put at least, like in the real early days, I probably put like 30, 40,000 back into the business in the really early days, like the first year. That would have been one or two people's yearly wage. And it would have fucked my business. It would have crippled me. So in the early days, do as much as you can yourself. I was packing, 
I was packaging every single supplement myself. I was packaging the books myself. I was doing all of that shit. And I'm telling you guys, I was tired beyond belief. Wasn't ideal, wasn't optimal, but the money I saved. Now, I can afford it right now, but I've got a fulfillment company and they charge me like nine, 10,000 euros per month because they're based in Germany. But like nine, 10,000 euros per month, I could be saving that if I was doing it myself, but I cannot package the sheer scale of supplements and books that are going out the door now especially with all the new products that have come out and whatever. It's just like, I, I like there's no way I'd be able to keep up with that. So it's it, I had to hire those guys. But in the early days, that money that I was saving paid off. It allowed me to reinvest. And then I was able to buy bigger batches and go again. So in the early days, do as much as you can yourself. That is one of my biggest pieces of advice, guys. Uh, the next one is reinvest as much as humanly possible and saving in all areas. It's all one, Okay. So by reinvesting, a lot of you may have seen my reinvestment video recently where I've put like 200,000 back into the business since April. Most people would have bought a house, a car, all this other stuff. Like I'm not willing to, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I want to put as much as I can back into the business because it's a game changer. Now the second, that's obvious, okay? So put as much in as you can. The second part is for years I was doing, I wasn't buying clothes. I wasn't buying anything for myself. I wasn't going out. I was saving money in as many areas as I could because I realized that like, if you've got a pay rise at work, you get taxed on that pay rise, but every penny that you save that you're not spending from not spending, that's tax-free. That's like 100% profit that goes back into your back pocket. So back in the day when I had like really long hair and stuff, I would like shave it myself. I would cut it myself and it looked awful, but I was just like, it is what it is. Like, I got to a point where I wasn't even buying deodorant and I must have stank and I'm not encouraging you guys to do that, but I went extreme with it. I just locked myself in my room, was working away. I was like, I'm not buying anything that doesn't go into the business. Yeah, it's a little bit extreme, but like that might be the extent you need to go to to become wildly successful. So, you know, just, re just if you're going on nights out and you're like, I'm, I want to be successful, but I also want to get drunk. I also want to buy nice clothes. It's like, I, I personally, and this might offend a few people, but I personally think that's why there's so many, there's so few successful female entrepreneurs because I think it's easier for a man to go without stuff. We don't need makeup. We don't need a social life. We don't need the comforts of life. Like we can go without a lot of shit, a lot of shit. And I feel as though in the early days, that's what really gets us going. The next one is rule of three. Rule of three is where you just pick three things in your life at any given period of time. It could be a month, it could be six months, it could be a year, it could be five years, where you just rinse and repeat. You just say, these are the three things I wanna focus on. I'm just gonna do them very fucking well. They're usually things you're good at. I'm gonna do them very fucking well on repeat every single day without fail, seven days a week for five years, just nonstop. I'm just gonna do them. It could be six months, three years, five, it doesn't matter. It's just pick a period of time and say, I'm gonna do these couple things. I'm going to go heavy on these couple of things um, because I know that I'll get the best results from these things. It's a rule of three. If you try and chase a hundred things at once and you're always busy, it doesn't work. Like you, you probably expect me to come on here and be like, work as much as you can. I would rather you work six hours a day doing three things very well than work 18 hours a day, be stupidly tired and just actually just ticking ta daily task lists. Because I've done that. It doesn't work. Whereas when I stepped back and went, okay, what's my rule of three? I got very good results because I was just doing the things that mattered. It, it all stemmed from the book by Gary Keller, The One Thing. What's the one thing that I can do that will make me successful today? I'm more, I'm more advanced. I wouldn't say advanced because that guy's a billionaire, so it's not to say that mine's better. 
but I adapted mine to suit me, which was weekly task list, three big things that I needed to accomplish and what was I supposed to do that week to get to those three big things. And those three things were always in my mind. So like the next six months, I have to get those three things ticked. So it was like each week, okay, three things in my mind. What do I need to do to get those ticked? What can I do this week? It just worked really well for me, okay, guys? The next thing is do first, learn after. There's a lot of perfectionists. I've met them. I remember watching The Apprentice when people would go, um, we got to come up with a team name. And they'd sit there for hours trying to come up with a team name. And it was like, what is wrong with you, man? Why are you sat there trying to come up with a team name for hours? It's like, all of that shit can come later down the line. Like, team name, does it fucking matter? Brand name, it doesn't matter. It's like, just get something just get something done. Like with my streaming platform, we're just going to put out a shitty bare bones version of it where you guys can sign up, you can watch content, and then you can go. Like it doesn't have to be any more than that in the early days. We could dress it all up and have all these extra buttons. That can happen over the next few months. Let's just bring it to market. Let's just get it out there. And then once you do first, you learn after. Okay, so you do it, you put it out there, you take that risk and you go, we fucked up, but look at what we've learned. And what ends up happening, you might take a financial hit. You might be like, shit, that really, like, that stressed me out. But what you end up doing is you learn quicker than anybody else and you stop making mistakes. Like, I haven't made a mistake for a long, long time now in terms of business. Like, life in general, of course, you always make mistakes. But, like, in business, I used to make daily mistakes where I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, how have I done that? Now it's very, very rare because I, I've, I've fucked up so many times I almost know like, okay, this is the best way to do this. I've, you know, I've seen something similar to this before. Now the final one is weekends make you successful. If you're not willing to sacrifice your weekends, you're going to be kind of fucked, okay? If you think you can finish your nine to five job and then come home and do two, three hours on the business and then take weekends off, you're never going to be successful. The weekends, if you've got a nine to five job, which most people on planet earth will, if they're trying to become successful and start a business, that's literally the only time that you have. You have two whole days that are free. If you're going to use them to go and get drunk or go shopping or, yeah, but it's my days off. I need to, you're not meant for entrepreneurship. I had a girlfriend at the time and I used to get to weekends and she was like, what are we doing? I was like, I'm working. I used to get up at like 5, 6 a.m. and work all day until night. She'd come home, like I with friends or mum, whatever. And she'd come home and be like, you still working? I was like, yeah. Back up again on the Sunday. Maybe I'd watch a film with her on Saturday night, but it was like, it just gets kind of cruel. You just need to be like, fuck everybody's, fuck social life, fuck women, fuck everything. I, I'm These two days are for me. It's the only time I have. Now, I still worked in the week, but I knew that I was the freshest on the weekend. So this goes for Friday night too. Don't get to Friday night and be like, woo, let's go out and get drunk. Let's go and have a couple of beers and then wake up Saturday and be like, oh, I feel like shit. I need to take the day off. You need to treat your business as your A job. That is like, okay, I've got to be, it's like a sport. So I've got to be up tomorrow morning at 5, 6 a.m. hammering this, let's go. Saturday, Sunday, let's go. Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, let's go. I get to sleep on those days, eight, nine hours, like, let's go. You can be fresh as fuck and making some grander. You've got like 104 days per year to make that happen. That is a ton of days, guys. That is a ton of days, 104 per year to work on a business. That's massive. If I worked 104 days per year, I could probably do some serious damage. You know, even at this stage, which would be like a part-time job, but, but you've got 104 days per year. That's the weekend. You've got all that time. Make it happen. Stop doing the FOMO thing. Oh, I'm missing out. Oh, I want a little cocktail. Oh, I need some pussy. That can all come. Do you know what I mean? Just like in the early days, just lock in. That's the only time you really fucking have is like a main bulk. You can get a lot of shit done in that time period. 
That would be my advice, okay, guys? That's the rawest form of entrepreneurship, starting your own business. People always, always ask me, what's your tips for that? That's my tips. That's my tips. That's basically, you know, obviously there's, there's more stuff along the way, but they're like my, my, my main 10. They're my main 10. If you follow those 10, you're probably going to do pretty well for yourself, okay, guys? Like it's all probably going to come together to some extent. It gives you the best possible chance. So that's what I did. That would be my main 10. I don't know what you guys think, but um, I like this sort of content. It's nice. I like doing more entrepreneurship stuff, business stuff. It's, uh, it's exciting. Anyway, guys, I'll catch you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.